0: Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 284 of lean blog audio. This is a post from July 10th, 2019 titled embracing and helping surgeons accept change instead of blaming and labeling them. So in this post, in this episode, I'm talking about an article that caught my eye from uh, HBR, Harvard business review. Their headline was one, how one health system overcame resistance To a surgical checklist. And you can find a link to that whole article if you go to leanblog.org slash audio 284. Now, seeing the word resistance always makes me wonder if the health system in the article was blaming surgeons or others for being resistant. As I've written about before, blaming others is a really poor strategy for getting others to embrace change. The authors of the HBR article seem to agree. They say in part, The natural reaction by leaders at all levels charged with implementing change is to fight the resistors. But research and the experiences of some organizations suggest that embracing those who resist change the most, empathizing with them, identifying the sources of their resistance, and helping them see change as positive is far more effective. So those thoughts remind me in a way of what's called the motivational interviewing style of counseling and managing. Of course, helping people accept change is more complicated than knocking down so-called sources of resistance. We have to also help people strengthen their commitment to change, evoking and strengthening intrinsic motivation. Well, the article um, discusses how they did this. At McLeod Regional Health System, they now use the checklist for 100% of surgical cases. Now, I wonder, is that a real 100% or is it a reported 100% or is it an observed 100%? Those might not all be the same thing, but this has been done uh, with with the checklist to what benefit? Well, since, as it said in the article, since implementing the checklist, McLeod's 30-day surgical mortality rate has dropped by nearly one-third. Surgical teams' productivity has increased by 7.5 hours per case, saving them more than $4 million annually, And a greater volume of surgical cases combined with the higher operating room throughput has generated more than $3 million in additional revenue annually. Surgical team members also report that their job satisfaction has risen. And there's a stronger culture of safety in which everyone, regardless of their position, feels they can speak up to call attention to and take action as safety issues arise. So the article talks also about how surgical checklists are logical. They're evidence based. But people still, quote unquote, resist. You know, I would add people are complicated. That's why we have to help them. We have to work with people instead of just labeling or blaming them. For the first 18 months, acceptance rates on the checklist hovered at about 30% at McLeod. Then they tried three approaches that they elaborate on in the piece. One, don't fight the resistors. Two, stop telling people what changes to make. And three, focus on the people who are already committed to change. Now, all three of those approaches require conversations about change. And again, that reminds me of motivational interviewing. Communication can't be just a one-way mandate. Leaders need to invite people to share their motivations and their challenges. Hopefully, the discussion goes in a direction that allows people to strengthen their motivation. Telling is tempting. But it might result only in superficial compliance with people reporting that checklists are being used, even if they are not really using them. So I'm curious what you think of the article. How does this line up with your experiences? You can go, um, again, read the HBR article. You can uh, post comments and join the conversation at leanblog.org audio 284.